0: All right, hello everyone. This is Steven Schindler of Yes Shift going live in a bit of my schedule where I'm able to talk about a couple things or a few things, I guess. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna be talking about, well, I wasn't sure whether to call this a news edition because of how much time might be spent on things, but. For the most part, I knew for sure I wanted to talk about this uh, copy of Rio that I got in the mail. So, yeah, this is the, um, just so everyone can see, um, show the backside again. You know, Trevor Rabin's new solo album. We had him on the show last month to talk about it. And, yeah, so this has the, well, for those who are able to see the video. It's got the CD here in the front and toward the back, you've got the Blu-ray disc and the booklet also has like some nice paintings. I'm just flipping through it so I can give a more coherent, um, rundown of what it's got. So you've got the lyrics and it's very refreshing to be able to you know, listen to this album uh, several times already, but to have the lyrics written out in front of you and to be able to sing with full confidence that you uh, you know what the words are, like that, that's what I like to do when I get these. You know, when I have the liner notes and it includes the lyrics, I love singing along to the album from start to finish, and that's what I did with this. And you also notice some things that you may not have noticed the first few listens without having the words in front of you. Uh, I noticed that in a couple songs, at least, you know, big mistakes and push. The whole idea of waking up is kind of a common theme. Um, and, you know, when my dad and I reviewed the album, um, was it last week, week and a half ago, I don't know, time's weird. But, yeah, we talked about how some of the songs have these deeper meanings. And so uh, some of that becomes, like, if you didn't already know, maybe becomes a bit more clear when you read the lyrics. Uh, We've talked before how there are a couple songs that uh, begin with, like, you know, the vocals have this effect on them where it sounds kind of electric in a way and for some it might be difficult to understand those when they sound like that but here you know with paradise i'm able to understand that better um as well as you know with uh, well tumbleweed was already you know i was able to understand that pretty well already um but i feel like this time around listening to Uh, This album and having the lyrics in front of me, it really hit me how Tumbleweed talks about, you know, fleetingness and brevity. And it sounds kind of brief and like it fades away. Um, But yeah, you know, being able to sing along to songs like Tondi, Goodbye, These Tears, it just adds like another layer. Um, Got a picture of Trevor there. And Egoly, I think last time I said goodbye could have been a good closing track to this album, but I think Egoli might be another contender for that as well. Um, toxic, you know, still a good song. Um, I, in fact, I think Toxic might have the most words in it. Uh, There were, I noticed this time around in Push, there were a couple words that weren't familiar to me that much in my vocabulary, like prevaricate and fulmination. So I like when songs uh, give me something to add to my vocabulary. I think when I was a kid, that happened to me with the Yes song, Our song from 90125. Um, And you also got like this going on. Uh, Another picture of Trevor and another painting. Uh, This one, so there were more paintings that he did apart from the cover art. Uh, This one that looks like a flag here, you know, it's still got that colorful abstract feel to it. And there's a signature, it makes it, it looks like, um, so it's signed 2019, so it kind of adds context. You know, he started working on this album in, I believe he said in the liner notes, August 2021. So some of these paintings he already had around. I think the one for uh, Tumbleweed, uh, well, I should mention on the Blu-ray, when you play through all the tracks, each of them has a different painting accompanying it. You know, it's a still image. And the one for Tumbleweed, I noticed had the year 2021 at the bottom. So there's all this stuff that he had ready in his artistic arsenal, I guess you could say. There's a photo that he uses as his uh, cover image on his Facebook page, Trevor Rabin Music. Um, And there's a couple pages here where he talks briefly about the context for each of the tracks. And this stuff we already knew. But the most surprising thing to me that he reveals here is that For the song Toxic, there was a guitar solo that went on for a minute and a half at the end, and he accidentally wiped it. And, you know, as someone who's edited other stuff, I I sympathize or empathize. Which one's the correct word? I I don't know in this context, but yeah, I I totally get what it's like to go through something like that it makes you wonder like was the guitar solo something that he couldn't quite replicate like something that was so lightning in a bottle or was it tough to remember like i kind of wonder um but you know i guess that's just some mystery that uh well is there with this album it kind of adds another feel to me knowing that this was the final track on the on the main track list at least um there are a few bonus tracks which you know thanks to this copy that i got i was able to listen to um and you got trevor Rabin's list of instruments i use this through each of the songs uh, and you got liner notes written by roy avon from the Prague report i wrote these back in may uh, so you know telling the story of Trevor's journey since Yes, and you know, working with film scores, getting back into you know, working with former Yes bandmates and ARW, and then really getting into it with working on this solo album. It's great stuff. And you got the credits here in the back, Um, but yeah, so the three bonus tracks. Uh, first one is Spec and Polly, which uh has some very beautiful piano accompanied by violin the violin is done by charlie bicharant um who appears on on the main track list as well um i read somewhere that it might be a version of um a duet of, of piano or duet for violin and piano um I'm not super familiar with that, but it's definitely like got piano and violin on it and it's it's amazing. It's instrumental. There's no vocals on this one, but there are vocals on the next bonus track Fragile. Uh right here it says Fragile and in parentheses it says demo. And reading the lyrics, I noticed that the word fragile appeared in one of these other songs which I hadn't noticed before, a Beginning of Toxic. Uh so And that kind of, like, makes me wonder if there's, like, a meta thing going on. Like, um, looking at the lyrics there, I was wondering, you know, it says this time we'll talk about Fragile in a way that you want to know. And it's like, yeah, we, the fans who followed ARW, really want to know more about Fragile. And for those who don't know, Fragile was originally used by Trevor as part of the soundtrack In a TV show called Agent X. Uh, It was basically the end part from what I remember. You know, sing Fragile, Fragile. And this version that's here on Rio. um, On this version of the release anyway. It sounds like it might be a different recording from the one that he played on radio that features... John and Rick having added their parts to it because Trevor's singing it sounds kind of different from that radio version that's circulated around Um, I'm not sure if it's the same exact demo that uh, or recording that was used for the TV show but the singing definitely sounds different from the radio version and uh, you hear Trevor singing parts like earth and the preacher you know without john accompanying that uh, i used to think on the radio version with the arw version that it sounds like earth is the preacher i have to give that a listen again i wouldn't be surprised if maybe john wanted it to say that instead but what you figure out from listening to the demo is what exactly john and rick added you know with john it was very much of a touch be the touch such a secret life we live you know that part um basically this skips over that well you know like that is not part of it just goes straight into the next part that trevor does so the first time you listen to it you notice the stuff that's missing if you haven't if you've listened to the ARW version But the second time around, I think by that point, it feels like its own thing. It feels more cohesive. And, you know, I'm not thinking as much about the ARW-ness that it's missing, if that makes sense. And then we have Georgia, which uh, apparently is a cover of the Ray Charles song. Um, There's some great guitar on this, it's instrumental again. So you got fragile sandwiched between these nice instrumental pieces. Uh, I have no complaints about the track order there. I mean, it's three songs, and yeah, I'm glad to have them on this version of the release. Uh, the Blu-ray, you can also choose a couple audio options. There's 5.1 surround sound and 24-bit high-res stereo, and yeah, I, I'm really happy to like have this in my hand, you know, be able to feel it and, you know, turn around and stuff. It's it's very nice. I really love the look and feel of this. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I definitely recommend that, you know, I knew I need to get this one because of the bonus tracks and I'm very satisfied with it, you know, Rio is the more i listen to it the more i appreciate it you know i already appreciate it before but you notice new things especially when you have like this in front of you um i also like the rhino painting that's used for tom um was it in here i think it's yeah i think it's like in the liner notes yeah but it's kind of small here but on the blu ray you can see it like very, very big. A big frame. Uh, so that's my little review of Rio. You know, a little update including the bonus tracks. Um, I, while we're at it and while I have the time, I'd like to mention another bit of news that came out regarding a, another Yes guitarist. The current and uh, I guess you consider classic guitarist of... Yes, you know, he and Trevor were different eras and both brought great things. But yeah, so uh, this came from where did I read this bit of news? Okay, yeah, I think I read this on Louder Sound. So Steve Howe to release second motif collection in November. And I'm just going to read what it says here. Uh, So. A second volume of his Motif collection, Motif Volume 2, it's going to be released through his own Howe Sound label on November 24th, and it says here, following on from 2008's Motif, Volume 2 also sees Howe recording new acoustic guitar pieces and revisiting some favorites from his back catalog, including new version of Yes's Mood for a Day from Fragile and his own popular... Beginnings, the title track from Howe's 75 debut solo album. And there's a quote from him here saying, the motif idea pulls together my solo guitar writing and performances combining new tunes and refreshed and revisited studio performances of other tunes. My solo guitar tunes combine country picking with classical guitar pieces that have broader influences, jazz, rock, flamenco, and folk. They've all been absorbed in my approach to writing and playing. It's 15 years since Volume 1 was released, so it's delightful to announce the release of Motif Volume 2. Again, I present some new tunes and further explore pulling the selection together to present a clear focus on all things solo guitar. I record these myself onto a hard drive and then work on selecting takes and giving the sound some due consideration. Assembling the running order and then the final mastering means it's on to the sleeve information and design. Soon it's a wrap and you're holding it in your hand. Uh, So it says here Motif Volume 2 will be released on black vinyl in a gatefold sleeve limited to 500 copies as well as CD and on digital and in Dolby Atmos formats. You can see the artwork and tracklist. Okay. So I'll include this link in the... Uh, show notes for this Uh, but yeah 15 year gap that's quite amazing like that's been that long it's actually kind of scary that's been that long like I think back to 2008 and that's when I was getting into all these other prog artists Uh, speaking of which November 24th uh, that's also when the yes album super deluxe edition comes out as I've mentioned previously and also when the John Wetton and Extraordinary Life collection is coming out. I believe that was seven discs, if I remember correctly. But uh, yeah, there will be a review of that uh, sometime next month in November when uh, we're able to talk about that. And something else um, that I noticed is that uh, Greg Lake, there's going to be a Greg Lake collection released on what would have been his birthday, November 10th. Uh, so this is Greg Lake Magical, the Solo Years CD box set. And I see that this is on cherryred.co.uk and burningshed.com. So this is a seven CD set presented in 10 by 10 box, a 68 page book. Collection of solo albums written and recorded by Lake, along with rare tracks and live recordings that covers time with ELP, King Crimson, and beyond. The collection is presented with a 68-page book containing many never-before-seen photos taken directly from the Lake Family Archive. And I'm looking at the tracklist here, so you got... I guess they each have their own titles, these discs. Uh, disc one says Greg Lake. Disc two, Maneuvers. Disc three, from the Underground Volume One, an official Greg Lake bootleg. Uh, disc four, Underground Volume Two, Deeper into the Mind. That's another official bootleg. Disc five, Songs of a Lifetime. Disc six, Live in Piacenza, or Piacenza, however that's pronounced. I apologize. Disc seven, Emerson Lake, live from Manticore Hall. Okay, so this will be a nice way to delve into his career if you're not super familiar, or even if you are familiar, you know, just revisit some of that stuff. So that comes out November 10th, and speaking of Keith Emerson, um, there will be a review of the recently released Variations box set uh, sometime in the near future. You know, it's 20 discs, so... really have to absorb it and it but I've heard bits of it so far and I can tell wow this is great stuff here it's really worth the listen and very excited to listen to all 20 of these in full and get like the full breadth and scope of it so yeah I guess that's all that I'll talk about for now I know there's um couple other things but might save those for the john anderson birthday episode um so i guess i should provide an update on what the next couple broadcasts will be so wednesday october 25th 7 a.m pacific 10 a.m eastern we have michael franklin on the show once again producer of 1000 hands and he's also worked with a. Uh, couple other former Yes members. So that'll be another fun conversation. And then a couple hours after that, at 9am Pacific, and noon Eastern. um, And that would be, let me think 5pm UK time for that. Uh, So for Michael Franklin, it would be 3pm UK time. Um, Yeah, I'm just making sure my math is right. So yeah, 7 a.m. Pacific, Michael Franklin, 9 a.m. Pacific, our John Anderson birthday episode. And for that, we ask that people send in what their ideal John Anderson solo set list would be. So try keeping it to his solo catalog. And for the encore, perhaps you could throw in your favorite John Anderson Yes song. Uh, so those are the parameters, try to work within those. Um, I don't know if we have a time limit, but um, I guess I'll leave that all to you. But if we do come up with a time limit, we'll post it um, as we share around on Facebook. So facebook.com slash yesshift, we'll post about that. And uh, yeah, and also we'll I'm sure we'll talk about a few recent YouTube videos uploads so yeah john anderson's gonna be 79 that day or going into his 80th year so that'll be something fun you know reading people's set lists so if you're not familiar with his solo work maybe do a little dive or if you've only heard some maybe you can include your favorites from what you've heard so however it feels natural to you and then on saturday october 28th we have author stephen lamb to talk about uh his book so let me just make sure i put it in frame uh so this is from the on track series from sonic bond publishing yes every album every song so we'll talk about that and maybe a couple other yes related things whatever comes up in the conversation but this is a fascinating book you know we love to share our thoughts on the songs. So it's cool that he was able to put to the page, his thoughts on each of the tracks and, uh, yeah, like the layout of this is really cool. So, and midway through, you get some nice photos, you know, the cover art pictures and some lineup photos. So, uh, and, yeah, I don't know. Have Have you read the this book? Feel free to chime in in that conversation. And if not, then hey, maybe this will encourage you to read the book. All right, so I think that's it for now. You can follow us via facebook.com slash yesshift. And uh, also anchor.fm slash Shift. See all the podcast platforms that we're on. And you can email us via podcast at com for any suggestions feedback or you can just chat with us and these videos also go up on youtube.com slash at yes shift after they've been broadcast on facebook so yeah that's it for this update and we'll see you all soon